Welcome to Enchenyo and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world from different backgrounds and niches of expertise who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unchain Your Strength Podcast with spiritual entrepreneurs. We have the lovely Brianna Gunn. Hi, Brianna. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm great. Uh, thanks for being here. I love it. Brianna has a full room of like Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> I'm completely confused. Then. <laughs> I'm loving the view. <laughs> So, Brianna, you're a copywriter and a marketing strategist. Will you tell us a little bit more about yourself so we can get to know you? Sure. So I am a copywriter, marketing strategist, as you said. I write the content and help guide people write on writing their own content that gets conversions and sales. And I realized that that's only a part of the process with sales. It's far more than just the words. It's what happens before you send out that sales email matters. And so that's where the marketing strategy comes in. Awesome. And how long you been doing this for Brianna? How did you I've been doing this for 11 years? Oh my God. So (laughs) funny story. Um, So I got started 11 years ago with an ad in real simple from hire my mom, which looked like a total scam site when I first (laughs) went on it. It was it's, it's awesome. It's great. If you're, if you're just starting out, hire my mom is a great resource and they have actual gigs where people go and post their jobs and you apply and do your interviews. It's great. Um, and I found a gig that was working for a wedding company and they wanted someone to check their email and like send out emails through Entreport and some other things. And I applied and I didn't get it. And I, okay. about a month later, they called me and said, we hired someone with more experience, but they had this huge queue. Um, are you still available? And I said, I am. And I raised my awesome. rates and this is what it is now. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, not doing it for 10 bucks an hour. We'll do it for 12 bucks an hour. <laughs> um, and I thought that was a lot of money. And um, I was so excited and worked with them for five years. And over the course of wow. that five years, I, they found out that I was a writer. And I started writing their copy. I started writing their marketing copy, their nurture copy, their sales copy. I'm going to sneeze, um, trying not to. <laughs> their, um, you know, their blog posts, everything. And I learned how to launch products. And do, and then I started taking on additional clients where we did other launches and other other things. And so I am self-taught. Um, I do have a minor in business administration and a pre-law degree, but it is definitely not um, something I use frequently. 
So yeah, that's how I, that's how I got started. Nice. Yeah. You know how we have like now they're pushing Instagram is pushing more into doing videos. There's a little bit less of the captions and like, you know, the post is more about videos and reels. How do you think that affects for people who do content or work with content? I think that video is not going away. And I think there's definitely a way to leverage video. I'm a huge fan of keeping it to one topic, one focus, and making sure that it is um, cohesive. So like, for example, you wouldn't necessarily want to have um, a video where you talk about eight different things because at the video we get really, really long and people's attention span has deteriorated over the last 18 months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in, we're still in, you know, COVID times and we're used to have binging Netflix and TikTok's a big thing and those 15 second reels and all of that stuff. So keeping your content on video short is really important, which means you need to plan ahead. And that's where the copy comes in and the content comes in. You need to keep a video content. And then when I have time, I batch my content. You don't have to batch. You can do it every day, but you can go through your ideas and outline them so that when you go live on a video, you aren't sitting there going, um, 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 you actually have something to say. And if you outline your content, then you don't forget your call to action to tell people what you want them to do, because that's a mistake I see happen a lot. Just because it's on video doesn't mean people know what you are trying to drive them towards. Don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I want to talk more about that because I have like this mixed yeah. emotion when it comes to the call to action in a video. No. And this, I'm talking about me personal story. No, like I will follow people and if they like most of the people I do follow now in TikTok, especially I follow them because of the content. None of them has ever said, come and follow me, press this to follow me or anything like that. It's the people that actually like their content. And I'm like, I go back and look for them to see what, what's new on their stuff, you know, but I do understand the call of action for somebody who, well, not for somebody because people need to be told what to do next. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? You know, that's something I'm having. Yeah, so a lot of people. Yeah, go, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, it depends on the type of person or the type of person you are, the type of content you're looking for, you know, because I do, I, I do videos and I never put follow me, you know, I never do, but because I'm because of that, maybe because I'm the person who follows people because I like their content without asking them to be followed. That makes sense. Right, but there's also, so there's different, you know, there's different learning styles, right? There's different there's, there's, you know, your auditory processors, there's your sensory processors, mm-hmm. there's your visual processors, um, there's your tactile, there's all of those pieces. So when you do a call to action, the people who are like tactile, yeah. it gives them something to do. And that's okay. really important because you can push that button, you can swipe, the th- you can swipe in the direction that you need to swipe, you can do the thing. So a call to action is not necessarily for everyone. It's for those people who need that little push mm-hmm. to say, this is what I really need you to do. And then they go, oh, okay, I can do that for you. Yeah. It's also yeah. 
a way to help your audience trust you. So if you, have you ever done the, like the trust fall thing where you have a bunch of friends or coworkers or whoever is stand and like you fall backwards and hope to God, Mm -hmm. they catch you. Uh, I don't recommend that. It's very scary, especially as someone who's afraid of heights. Uh, (laughs) I've I've fallen on the ground. Yeah. I've, I've had bad experiences with trust falls, but if you assume that your audience is letting you do a trust or they're doing a trust fall towards you, right? You're the one catching them. Yeah. You have to have more arms than just saying, trust me, I got you. You need to have your opt-ins. You need to have your lead magnets. You need to have your um, social media links. You need to have something for those people to do to help them catch themselves as they fall into your world. And if you don't tell them where those things are, the chances of them finding them on their own are very slim. Yeah. That's why I call to action is so key and so important. It doesn't always have to be by my stuff. It can be as simple as, share this podcast with somebody that you think would benefit or a call to action could be go check out, hire my mom that she talked about. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be about you. It can be something that is useful for the reader. And what you're doing is you're teaching them trust and you're showing them that I'm not going to give you garbage advice. Got you. Got you. Does that make sense? Yeah, That's no, how I absolutely. look at it. I know not everybody would agree, but. No, absolutely. No, it makes sense. I mean, put it on that way. It does make sense that you, you want to have more hands of people trusting you. I suppose mm-hmm. it, it depends also on the personality of the person who's on the other side watching or, you know, what, what kind of content they've been following already or, you know, what kind, I think basically what kind of personality you have. But I suppose it is mm-hmm. that, that you want something else to go to that it's not here. Okay, this is interaction. That's it. We're done. You want to bring them into other things from you, right? And, yeah. and, and Brianna, when it comes to blogging, like, again, because of videos, and when it comes to blogging and everything, do you think that blogging is dead? Absolutely not. Print isn't dead either. It's just changing form. So, like, newspapers are on their way out, but magazines are doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. Likewise, in blogging, the original actual blog style where it was a daily diary type thing is it's it's really not that that's not the intention of blogs anymore blogs have become educational pieces there are articles there are features there's tutorials there are step-by-steps and they're not going anywhere so i don't think blogging is dead i think it's shifting it's shifting Okay, I'm just asking, it's all these things, you know, because we see more, like I said, we see more videos, we see Instagram going into more videos, and it's like something's like, okay, mm-hmm. your posts are not going to matter anymore, you're going to have to do videos, and you're getting paid as well, you know, and people trying to do reels, I know, I mean, they're not, they're not that hard to do, but <laughs> you, have to, you, have right. to, you have to get the skills to do it. But uh, yeah, the writing process, because I always say, you know, because I am a writer, is that the thing is like, oh, so my clients, okay, work on the content. But where do you think, how do you, how would you walk them through a process of using content for the marketing? If they're using content for their, in their marketing, one, you should always be using content in your marketing, regardless of whether it's video or written text or 
pre-recorded audio, you should always have an outline for what you want to say so that you make sure you make all the points you need to make. And when it comes to content, the best advice I was ever given is to write how you speak so that there's no gap between the emails you receive or the social posts that you see and actually meeting you in person. Mm -hmm. So if you are struggling to get your content out there because you feel like you're not a good writer, you feel like you're not, that's just not your jam and you can't afford to hire a copywriter yet. Record yourself, use your voice memo feature on your phone and record yourself and get it transcribed. And there's your posts. It doesn't have to be hard. Creating content can be really, really simple. Creating effective content is what's challenging. And for effective content, yeah, for for content that actually converts and works and gets people to pay attention, you want to keep it super close to one theme. So one piece of information, just like with the video, and you want to break that down into two to five points that you can make, and you don't have to bullet point them. You can write about them in a story format, however you want to deliver your content. And then you want to wrap up at the end and give them the call to action. The call Mm -hmm. to action can also be in the middle. I've seen that done a lot. I've done it myself. It works really well. But you want to make sure you have that introduction. I landed myself in the hospital. And I talk about how I ran a launch that did 1.7 million, but I ended up hospitalizing myself with double pneumonia. Wow. Yeah. It was not a good choice on my part. Wow. Um, and I don't do that anymore. I, I do what's, what's known as lazy launching. We launch soft launches, evergreen launches, other things so that I don't end up back in that space. But that one email got so many replies, people who hadn't even read the email opened it up. And if you don't have something that punchy, that's okay. You just want to have something that stops the scroll, grabs their attention, stops the skimming, and then use headers or, or bold or spacing, depending on where you're posting, mm-hmm. to make sure that your content is easily skimmable. Hit those two to five points, summarize, insert your call to action, and get out. I like that, though. Like, Sorry about that. I'm like... It's like no, some people, no, sorry about you ended up in the hospital. It's just like, I feel like some people when they're oh, like, yeah. you're on a constant launch and launch and launch and it's that. And I can see some coaches going really hardcore and it's like, there is nonstop. And I believe those people that do have those, that level of launching constantly is because they do have a mm-hmm. big team as well behind because it's kind of impossible if you're starting, if you're a solopreneur to do that kind of launching nonstop yeah. all year round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard when you're pushing yourself that hard. Um, it's 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 like with anything, you push yourself to a point where you break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you and you have to make a choice to not do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, you start resenting your business otherwise, and everything you signed up for. Am I kind of like? What did I yep. do this for? And and right, and then you're in, and it's you know it's a wash. Yeah, yeah, and I know the feeling, man. I, I didn't, I'm not like you. I didn't end up in the hospital, thankfully, but I I did get to the point that I was just like, what the hell? I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, I feel like I'm like I live inside my laptop, 
and I can't take it anymore. Yeah, which is, <laughs> I just, just like, I don't like, I don't know yeah. how it didn't end up throwing in the wall, you know, but it was one of those moments that I was like, yeah, if I bash my head against this, I wouldn't be surprised. So, uh, <clears throat> but it, it does happen. <laughs> Things happen. I know when people say it's like, well, how could that happen? And you're doing what you love, but sometimes you're not, you're just overdoing it and overworking yourself that it gets you to that stage, right? Yeah, it's if what you're doing is making you sick, it's time to reevaluate. Absolutely. And can I ask you for people that uh, I have seen in flesh women crying when they had to write content? I'm not making Mm -hmm. this up because I know for some people it's really hard, especially when it's either to share something about yourself, something vulnerable or something, you know, that has happened because this is what we do, right? As coaches, as healers, we, we share about the experiences that we go through. We share what, what we help have helped our clients with. And sometimes it's not all roses, right? There, there mm-hmm. is, there's a struggle, there's the traumas, there's a lot of things behind. How, uh, what would you recommend for somebody who struggles with writing or creating content in general? If you struggle creating content, you're, you have no shortage of ideas. Most likely you're just not sure how to get them out of your head and onto paper or onto, onto into the email or onto a a social post. Use the, use the, um, voice memo trick. Talk it out. If you have an idea, for example, if you want to talk about creating a funnel, Mm because that's something I'm an expert at, I can talk about it all day long you have a funnel has multiple pieces. Okay. Let's outline those multiple pieces. How do those pieces fit together? It's kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. You, and I like to keep my funnels mobile. So I have my, my rule that there's no, no more than seven emails in a single funnel. Um, generally speaking, sometimes there's 10, um, but very rarely because that way it's easier to slot in and move things around. And I know you guys can't see me moving my little box fingers around. <laughs> so that I, that's what I'm doing. Um, you know, and I can talk about that. Writing about that may be challenging. So instead, what I do is I grab my phone and I hit the voice record and I talk like I'm talking to someone. And then I use a transcription service mm-hmm. and they transcribe it for me. And that's my post or okay. my article or my newsletter. Awesome. Yeah. All right. And when it comes to transcription posts, you were talking about AIs, right? Mm-hmm. How yep. is- Just use an AI. There's lots of them out there. Pick one you like. Yeah, no, you know what? I tried to use one the other day and I wasn't quite sure. And I was like, mm, I'm just going to go back because <laughs> I do write everything myself. But uh, I did go to try one. That, and I, I don't know, there was something there. I wasn't sure how to use it when it comes to coaching for products. Yeah. But when it came to coaching, I, I, I felt like I had to kind of, you know, embellish it at the end as well. Like do a little, mm-hmm. put a little bit more of my stuff as well. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So I have a question for you Go on. as a writer, from a writer to a writer, how do you get the content out of your head and on, into the book or onto the paper? I usually go for long walks. I pick a topic like, you know, on Monday, let's say every, every month I pick a topic and it's like, I send emails every Monday. I send like, so they're kind of like blog emails with valuable content with tips and stuff like that. So I pick a content like this month for September, it'll be about purpose. 
So I'll choose about purpose and how to, you know, narrow down your purpose and how you, you know, how you pick, how you discover your purpose. And that's going to be about that. And I work around that. And then for, let's say, now that I'm using TikTok, I work a lot on what boundaries is, on self-love, on, on confidence. And that's how, what I choose. But I do, I have to be honest, when I do content for videos, I do them daily and it depends on my mood. I don't, that's the only thing I don't think about it too much. I just like, I'll get up and I'm like, okay, today I want to do a video about this and I'll just go and do it. So, I love it. Yeah, it's just, I, it, you know, it just feels like when it feels right in that moment, I just go and like do it. And then when it comes to the writing, it'll take a little bit more time. But it probably takes me like a weekend to write my content. I have to be really in the mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because a couple of weeks cool. ago, I had this block. No, in August, I had this completed like writer's block. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know what to write. I didn't know where to start. Like, you know, I start writing. I took it out. That's writer's, I, writer's block. We do. And that's when I sign up to, I think I signed up to Jarvis. Uh, and I, I love Jarvis. Oh, my time. gosh. <laughs> that's what I see a lot of content creators using. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. I was like, we'll go with Jarvis. And the thing with Jarvis is like, you actually, there's no free, there's no way to check it out before. You just have to sign up. So I was like, all right, I'll give and it a go. And you have to hope you like it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're really just free you know, <laughs> hoping it works. Basically. So it did help a little bit. But like I said, after, like I had to, you know, put a little bit of more my, my the words that I use, but I did like it though. I, I really, I, I mean, it makes my life easier, you know? And I have that. Yeah. But, um, Jarvis is great. We use, um, I use Jarvis when I'm trying to outline because I hate outlining stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I've been using Jarvis to plug in like my ideas from my notes. Yeah. And then it'll populate an outline with some like prompts and it's been really fun. I'm, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. No, and it, for it those of you who don't know, Jarvis is an AI copywriter <laughs> and, and it's it actually called, isn't it called conversion.ai? It is indeed. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, because when I was trying to look for it, I was like, why is giving me something else? And I thought it was like I was getting the platform wrong, but I was like, no, that's definitely the one. But uh, there are tools, but that's a, that's a lot of people when they struggle with content, there are tools out there. And there are obviously people who can write content for you. I will probably personally would rather go to somebody who writes the content for me, but that's the person that I am, you know, uh, that instead of. But anyways, Brianna. Cool. Thank you so much for clearing all these things up and about the call to action. It's just like, it was one of those things, you know, that I'm like, okay, I'm kind of, I get it. And then I don't get it for me, but you know, it does make a lot of sense. Um, If anybody wants to reach out, work with you, get to know you better, where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at the Brianna gun, or you can find my website at briannagun.com. Awesome. Perfect. Okay, Louise, and just, oh, I usually have a different question for everybody who's in the podcast, but uh, Lovie, what what's the biggest lesson that you've learned in the last 11 years since starting your business that you can share with someone else? It's okay to not know everything. <laughs> yep. Really, really embrace that in your core, because I promise you, it will save you so much heartache. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And then also embrace that you'll never know everything as well. <laughs> no matter how much you learn. Nope. Okay. All right, Sunshine. So anybody uh who would like to reach out to Brianna, I'll drop the links in the in the thread and you can drop your comments here. Make sure to share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of motivation and inspiration. 
And thanks very much. Thanks, Brianna. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Maria. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, like, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.